Welcome to the Corona of Thorns podcast. I'm Father Peter Zwans, and today is Tuesday of the 13th week in Ordinary Time. Let's pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And with your spirit. To prepare ourselves, let us acknowledge our sins. I confess to Almighty God and and to you, my brothers and sisters, that that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore I ask, Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Let us pray. O God, who through the grace of adoption chose us to be children of light, grant, we pray, that we may not be wrapped in the darkness of error, but always be seen to stand in the bright light of truth. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the prophet Amos. Listen, sons of Israel. To this oracle the Lord speaks against you, against the whole family I brought out of the land of Egypt. You alone of all the families of earth have I acknowledged. Therefore it is for all your sins that I mean to punish you. Do two men take the road together, if they have not planned to do so? Does a lion roar in the jungle, if no prey has been found? Does a young lion growl in his lair, if he has captured nothing? Does a bird fall to the ground if no trap has been set? Does a snare spring up from the ground if nothing has been caught? Does a trumpet sound in the city without the populace becoming alarmed? Does misfortune come to a city if the Lord has not sent it? No more does the Lord do anything without revealing his plans to his servants, the prophets. The lion roars, who can help feeling afraid? The Lord speaks, who can refuse to prophesy? I overthrew you as God overthrew Sodom and Gomorrah, and you were like a brand snatched from the blaze, and yet you never came back to me. It is the Lord who speaks. This, therefore, Israel, is what I plan to do to you. And because I am going to do this to you, Israel, prepare to meet your God. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Lead me in your justice, Lord. Lead me in your justice, Lord. You are no God who loves evil. No sinner is your guest. The boastful shall not stand their ground before your face. Lead me in your justice, Lord. You hate all who do evil. You destroy all who lie. The deceitful and bloodthirsty man the Lord detests. Lead me in your justice, Lord. But I, through the greatness of your love, have access to your house. I bow down before your holy temple, filled with awe. 
Lead me in your justice, Lord. Alleluia, alleluia. I hope in the Lord, I trust in his word. Alleluia. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus got into the boat followed by his disciples. Without warning, a storm broke over the lake, so violent that the waves were breaking right over the boat. But he was asleep. So they went to him and woke him, saying, Save us, Lord, we're going down. And he said to them, Why are you so frightened, you men of little faith? And with that he stood up and rebuked the winds and the sea, and all was calm again. The men were astounded and said, Whatever kind of man is this? Even the winds and the sea obey him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. You know, although the um, Gospel today is quite short, there's a lot that's contained in it. And, um, you know, a few little details that I think are sort of left for us to read between the lines and, and, and draw our own conclusions. Now, firstly, you know, Jesus gets in the boat with his disciples. And remember, at least four of his disciples are fishermen, Peter and Andrew, James and John. You know, remember James and John left their father Zebedee in the boat? Remember Peter and Andrew were fishing when Jesus called them? So they're experienced. Um, you know, they fished the Sea of Galilee. Um, they, they must have known the Sea of Galilee backwards. And they probably also knew that the Sea of Galilee was very prone to sudden storms. So it's not without its risks. Um, but, you know, you can take calculated risks. Maybe, you know, if the Sea of Galilee is prone to storms or, you know, you can kind of see one brewing, stick close to the shore maybe. But we certainly don't get the sense that that's what Jesus and the disciples are doing. You know, they're not kind of hugging the coastline in order to, you know, stay in close contact and, and, you know, pull in if they need to, you know. It sounds like they've got to cross the Sea of Galilee and so, you know, they're just they're just going for it. And what I love here is, you know, something that I find very difficult to imagine. They're in the boat, obviously, you know, in, in deep water, and the storm breaks over the lakes, and then we hear that the waves are breaking into the boat, such that these experienced fishermen, you know, who, who doubtless would have been in many storms before, think that this is the one. <laughs> this is the one that's going to sink us because the, the boat's being inundated by these waves that are breaking into the boat. And, you know, I mean, imagine the fear. Uh, you're getting tossed around. You, you're not on stable ground anymore. You're, you're up and down, left and right. I don't know. Maybe the non-fishermen are getting a bit nauseous. Maybe they're feeding the fish over the side of the, uh, over the boat. And then just grab what you can to bail out the water. Buckets, cupped hands, you know, whatever to get this water out of the boat and to, to try and stay just, just a little bit afloat still. Um, and, you know, in this picture of chaos, the thing that I find so hard to imagine is Jesus asleep with his head on a pillow. Now, on the one hand, it speaks to us of how hard Jesus works. I mean, clearly he's exhausted, you know, completely spent from his ministry with the crowd. 
But I think the fact that Jesus is asleep also speaks of the supreme trust that he has in God the Father. Well, Lord, you know, okay, I'm in a storm. I'm still in your hands. I'm as much in your hands as I was when there wasn't a storm, but now there's a storm and I'm still in your hands. And so he keeps sleeping. And the thing that kind of gets me is like, didn't Jesus get wet? (laughs) You know, when these waves are breaking over the bow of the boat, you know, isn't he getting rocked around? Isn't he getting some ocean spray? Like, how is it that he is calmly asleep during the whole thing? And I don't know, maybe, maybe the cheeky part of me sort of goes, I wonder if he's faking it. Now, there's nothing in the scriptures to suggest that Jesus is not actually asleep or, or that, you know, he's kind of pulling a bit of a stunt on the disciples. But the longer Jesus sleeps, the more desperate they become. So much so that they get to the point and they say, save us, Lord, we're going down. And, you know, that phrase, save us, Lord, right? That's, that's asking Jesus to be a saviour which of course he's going to be. In fact, that's what his name means, Jesus. Jesus means God saves. So, you know, they get brought to this point of desperation where they cry out, Lord, save us. We're going down. Nothing else is working, you know. We can't bail out this water faster than it's coming into the boat. We know that we can't, you know, swim to the shore. Um we're out of options. In our, our efforts, they've come to nothing. And this boat, it's not enough. And what's interesting then is, you know, what wakes Jesus up. It's not the wind. It's not the water. It's not the spray. It's not the storm. What wakes Jesus up in this moment is the cry of the disciples. Why are you so frightened, you men of little faith? You can almost hear Jesus saying those words like, you're in God's hands every moment of your life. Why do you think that, that this moment is any different, that this moment is, is, is special? Well, it turns out this moment is actually special because this is the moment when they learn trust. Now, you know, like, I think we have a, we have a bit of a problem with the word faith. Right, because we use it in so many different senses. Jesus says, why are you so frightened, you men of little faith? Now, you know, is Jesus saying, oh, look, guys, you know, you haven't actually drawn the right conclusions about God. Like, yeah, there's something that you haven't understood. So, like, no, nah, it, 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 the faith here is not so much about the truths that they hold in their head, but the way that they live their lives. Why are you so frightened, you men of little faith? Trust. I think there's the key. We go through life, you know, for the most part, fairly simply, um, you know, fairly in control. We, we have our feet on solid ground. We can walk. We can run. We can determine for ourselves what we do, when we do it, where we go. But every now and then, we find ourselves in a boat out of which we can't step, and which seems to be sinking. And although, you know, we said with very high expectation, and, and, you know, with with a a great degree of truth, but perhaps also a somewhat a degree of self-deception, that, yeah, Lord, I trust you, and I place my life in your hands. 
But it's precisely in the boat, in the middle of the storm, that their trust becomes not just an optional extra, but the necessity. Because there's only one who now will save us, and he's the one I need to trust. And isn't it great that Jesus shows us what it means to trust God? You might be getting wet by spray, but sleep easy. You're in God's hands. You know, I think sometimes we we struggle with trust because we imagine that there shouldn't be such a thing as storms. And the fact that storms happen means that, well, things are falling out of control and, and maybe even falling out of God's control. But Jesus never promised that there wouldn't be any storms. In fact, Jesus tells us something quite the opposite, you know, that we've actually got to pick up our cross and and, and follow him. That there will be trials, there will be struggles, there will be difficulties. But we seem to think, I mean, I I don't know, maybe I'm just speaking for myself here, but, but isn't it easy to think that when the storms come, that something's gone wrong? Well, listen to what the disciples say. Whatever kind of man is this, even the winds and the sea obey him. Even in the midst of the storms, he is in control. And I can entrust my life into his hands, knowing that he's the one who is the master even of the storm. In God's providence, this storm becomes a, such a life-changing moment for the disciples that when they're writing down the Gospels, they've got to say, remember that storm. That was the moment when we learnt how to trust Jesus, when we learnt that storms are not the thing we need to be afraid of, that we can sleep soundly with Jesus because he's Lord. Well, I think much the same for us, that we can make that deliberate act of trust, especially when we're afraid, especially when we feel the waves breaking over the boat and we, we're so worried about sinking, that like the disciples, we say, like, save us, Lord. And that's what he hears. It's not the storms that wake Jesus, it's the prayers of the disciples. So I'm reminded by famous words that are often quoted of of Padre Pio. He said, pray, hope, and don't worry. Worry is useless. God is merciful and will hear your prayer. At the Saviour's command and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who who art art in heaven, heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Let us welcome Christ into our hearts 
with an act of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace. Thanks be to God. And we finish by praying Pope Francis's prayer to Mary during the coronavirus pandemic. O Mary, you shine continuously on our journey as a sign of salvation and hope. We entrust ourselves to you, health of the sick. At the foot of the cross, you participated in Jesus' pain with steadfast faith. You, salvation of the Roman people, know what we need. We are certain that you will provide, so that as you did in Cana of Galilee, joy and feasting might return after this moment of trial. Help us, Mother of Divine Love, to conform ourselves to the Father's will and to do what Jesus tells us. He who took our sufferings upon himself and bore our sorrows to bring us through the cross to the joy of the resurrection. Amen. We seek refuge under your protection, O Holy Mother of God. Do not despise our pleas, we who are put to the test, and deliver us from every danger, O glorious and blessed Virgin. Amen. Thanks for praying with us, and may God bless you abundantly, so that this day may give glory to God the Father.